my predictions for 2018. My 2018 prediction. If you want to win big in 2018, for every dollar you put in Bitcoin or a cryptocurrency, put $2 into your Facebook and Instagram ads. You're listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. Hello and welcome to episode 129 of Perpetual Traffic. Today is the predictions episode. Last year we did a predictions episode predicting what we thought would happen and what you want to be prepared for in 2017. Today is all about 2018. If you're listening to this, I hope you had an amazing holiday season. I hope you're having an amazing holiday season. I hope you're excited as we are to crush it in 2018. All three of us, Ralph, Molly, and myself, have uh, little segments we're going to be going through on what we want you to prepare for and some of our predictions are for 2018. While I'm recording right now, I'm doing a Facebook Live on the Dominate Web Media Facebook page. So if you want to watch a video of this, we'll have it on Facebook. We'll also have it on YouTube. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and kick it off right now. Let's get right into it. All right. Lots of talk right now about artificial intelligence, AI, AR, and VR. Artificial intelligence, augmented reality, virtual reality. If you're like me or anybody else out there, you're thinking, okay, we got to be doing VR. Like, how can we not get left behind? What's going on with this VR thing, this AR thing, AI? Like, what in the heck? All right. So I'm going to break it down for you. First of all, I think the opportunity is in simple segmentation early in the customer journey. That's number one. I think that this stuff is really still in the super, super beginning stages. People are not hanging out at home with VR glasses for two, three, four, five hours a day, right? Uh, I've got nine-year-old and he's got lots of friends. They're playing a lot of video games and Roblox and all those things. And by the way, Roblox is a social network. So they're already getting into that as seven, eight, nine, ten-year-olds. But Facebook is better than anybody in the world, I think, at understanding what's coming and buying technology and buying brands and trying to buy things like Snapchat because of the user base, because of the strategies or because of the technology. So I think AI is already happening. So right now at the beginning of this, before I hit record for the podcast, on the beginning of Facebook Live, I talked about how I had scheduled the Facebook Live so I could have a permalink so I could have an actual URL specifically to give my messenger subscribers, my Facebook messenger subscribers, so they could click that and go right to the Facebook live. And that whole many chat that we've been talking about a lot, you'll notice that Molly had talked about that on 2017 predictions. That is AI, that's artificial intelligence. Some stuff that we're working on behind the scenes, or we've already have a beta version done is, is a dynamic diagnostic tool, which lets people find out what problem they're trying to solve. And then we show them what solutions or what resources we have that they can tap into. But using AI within that is the next step for us. Augmented reality, I think is going to be huge in the education, online education stuff, but not maybe huge quite yet. But you're already seeing augmented reality with Snapchat filters, Instagram filters, right? So I wouldn't worry too much about it. What I would think about though, is how can you use AI in a simple way? like a two questions at the beginning of a messenger chat interaction. So let's say instead of delivering your lead magnet, your PDF download, or having people register for a webinar on a landing page, 
just use Facebook Messenger to do that and then use whatever third-party tool like ManyChat or ChatFuel or one of these other ones to ask them two simple questions. It's so much less resistance anyways for them to be able to download that and it's just like a click of a button, they're already subscribed. And so why not just ask them one or two questions? That's a simple way. We'll be getting into much more of this, but for right now at the beginning of 2018, I wouldn't stress too much about it. Opportunity, I think though, is more automated bots to start the targeted conversation, okay, at scale, and then more live events to build that deeper relationship. Think dating apps. Like five years ago, people were like, dating apps was weird. Match.com, eHarmony, remember eHarmony? <laughs> now we got Tinder and Bumble, Bumble or whatever and all those, right? Well, that's what that does, right? It starts the conversation. So you have a lot more volume. You're able to go through a lot more uh, potential you know, people that you want to get to know, but then you can start a lot of conversations and then using chat and then go take it to the next step to go out for dinner or get on a phone call, right? That's how I want you to be thinking about how you can use AI and these different chat features that you can not only use in Messenger, you can embed this stuff and use it on your site as well. That's where I think the people that can win big here is to do that, but then to do more live events either virtually or in person. So Facebook Lives like I'm doing right now or in person. You're seeing bigger brands focus more on doing live events because that's where you can build that deeper connection. We just did a small live event. It was a certification, super, super in-depth, you know, four days, four and a half days. And so it was an expensive, smaller group type of thing. But the relationships that we build, the connections that we're able to make are just a hundred times different than they are. Even through the podcast, I had people, so many people coming up to me and saying it was just so much different meeting in person. I couldn't believe. And, and they were just, they loved to be able to get to know all of us in person. And sometimes it's hard to do with an edited podcast, right? And that's why a Facebook live like this is good for that. Especially if you once in a while mix in your real life behind the scenes stuff, which I'm not really doing in, in this Facebook Live, but I'll be doing more of this year. For me, it's not easy to do. I am not comfortable taking people behind the scenes. I just don't know why. I'm always, it's just a weird thing that I'm probably just because I'm always, you know, worried about what people think and, and I'm, you know, becoming more aware of myself and, and realizing that it really doesn't matter what people think, right? If you want to make a big difference with people, if you want to make an impact with your audience, you've got to kind of get out of your comfort zone and bring them behind the scenes. And I know other friends of mine that have good sized audiences that have done this, that are were similar to me, that, that, that weren't comfortable with doing that. As soon as they did, huge difference, huge, huge difference. So Instagram, I think with Social media channels, everybody knows Instagram's already a, a huge role. It's, it's like the biggest, it's the widest social network from people go from 16 to, to 90 years old are basically on it, right? Of course, the core audience on Instagram is, is that 20 to, to 45 year olds. Instagram is going to be much, much bigger as far as paid traffic focus. And my tip for Instagram is this. One, remember when we used to talk about mobile optimized landing pages and websites and people used to say, hey, you need to make your website mobile first, focus on how you can design it so it's mobile optimized and mobile friendly first, then so it also works well with desktop. That's how I want you to start thinking about your creatives. How can you create a one minute video that works well with Instagram and understanding that the links are not gonna be clickable, right? But will also work well in Facebook. And Instagram right now, 
and this is for B2B or B2C, people are on there. I don't care what kind of brand you have. Like I don't have a B2C brand, but we need to be paying, paying attention to Instagram. And I have ads running right now. I'm not creating enough content consistently yet. We need to be posting once a day. That's our goal to get to once a day on Instagram. But I'll be talking about strategies for that uh, specifically, not only this, but also what kind of content to post on Instagram and then how to leverage the ad platform to grow that fast. Because right now, organically, Instagram is ridiculous because pretty much all your followers see your posts. So you got to strike while the iron's hot. You want to be growing that as fast as possible because it's going to get more and more expensive super fast. Voice is a huge opportunity, but it's at the beginning stages as well. One thing I'd think about, especially you guys that are into the search engine optimization and have built a big business with organic traffic or even eventually, you know, pay-per-click search. How can you think about how to create content that's optimized for the way that people speak into their phone or Siri to find somewhere? Because the searches are different. The searches are different when somebody is typing something. For example, local, if you're a local restaurant, they might type best restaurants in Seattle, right? Best sushi in Seattle or sushi near me. If they're typing that in their keyboard, right? Now, if I'm driving or if I'm just busy and I'm talking into my device, I might say something like, what are the top sushi restaurants within five miles? Or where are the best sushi restaurants near me right now? Or Siri, what are the top five restaurants in Seattle within five miles? So you see the difference. There's some subtle differences. So if you're doing content marketing, start to think about how you can craft that content, especially the titles and subtitles in relation to how people speak instead of how people type. A lot of people that are like us that have been in the digital marketing world for a while are thinking like, oh, podcast, everybody's starting a podcast. You don't want to go start a podcast now and try to leverage those people above you because everybody's doing the same thing and you'll never be able to stand out. Well, here's the thing. Mainstream, the mainstream world, podcasts are not even relevant. They're like a blip. Podcasting world has just begun. Just go look at the mainstream media and some of the sports anchors and, and people like that, they're all starting podcasts right now. It's just the beginning. But more importantly, think about Alexa, okay? And Google Home, I think it is. And Alexa is now rolling out stuff where you can get your mini shortened version of a podcast maybe inside Alexa, Alexa Skill, Alexa Briefing. Huge opportunity there. As for social networks, I talked about Instagram and I also want to mention LinkedIn for business. So B2B, I'm not going to go into a lot of details here. I just know that LinkedIn has been making some massive improvements this year. It's like LinkedIn is going up and Twitter is going down, right? So Twitter is having lots of issues. Does that mean Twitter's going away? We don't know. I mean, a year ago, everybody thought Snapchat was the biggest thing and until Instagram came and started adding exactly the same features. And the next thing you know, it's all Instagram. So anything can happen and Twitter will probably get bought out or something like that. But start looking into LinkedIn more. And my guess is your LinkedIn advertising are going to start being much more profitable than they were before, just because more people are paying attention to that more. 
The other thing that a lot of people are talking about this last year and will be more this year is influencer marketing. And what I want you to think about, we're going to be doing some cool experiments, so stay tuned to the podcast. But how can you combine influencer marketing with using paid advertising? So how can you go out and reach out to people, maybe direct message somebody that you can provide value to and then offer to amplify that with ads? So amplify your content from their page so they are... You know, there's a, there's some stuff that goes into it because you've got to be added as an admin, et cetera. But then you can say, hey, when we do this, you're going to get more fans because that's a collateral benefit, bigger audience. And that'll help me reach, you know, a bigger audience for pretty cheap because they're warm. So stuff like that. Think creatively how you can combine these strategies. If you want to win big in 2018, you've got to spend 20 to 30% of your budget on goodwill content where there's no call to action or it's a very soft call to action and watch what happens. Your audiences are going to grow 10 times faster and people are going to love your brand so much more. Sometimes the impact on this stuff takes five to six months to kick in, but it's a snowball effect. Try it. Okay. This video that I'm doing right now to record my segment of this podcast is going to be a Facebook Live that we will put money behind and will run over the next couple months. Purely goodwill. And we can add links into the comments if we want. People will go check us out after that. And some people will buy without even seeing a retargeting ad because they'll come to your website and they'll check you out. But it doesn't matter if they do or they don't because you're building these warm audiences super cheap and it's the best way to do it. And you don't have to use video. You can use a, a nice image and maybe a longer copy that gives some great content or is inspirational, take, take some behind the scenes of, of your brand or some people within your brand, and it can make a game-changing difference, I promise you. The best part is so many people are focusing on this part um, without ads. They're thinking they have to hustle and create so much content. You do want to create consistent content, but if you put a little bit of money behind this stuff, I mean, you could create one core piece of content a month or one core piece of content per week even, and it's going to feel like you have so much content being out there all the time because you're just putting a little bit of money behind that stuff. So the one general lecture I have for you is to please, please, please put much more emphasis on Facebook ads and Instagram ads this year than you ever have before, okay? There's so much in the news right now about social media and about how it's influencing societies, political races, the U.S. presidential election, right? It's becoming so mainstream. And what's happening now is big brands are starting to really see the impact of Facebook ads in general, and that's going to drive costs up in a massive way. You guys, costs have gone up the last couple of years, but nothing compared to where they're going to hit. Costs are going to go up so big. So if you're out there thinking like, I want to jump on this uh, Bitcoin bandwagon and the blockchain and all these digital currencies, cryptocurrencies, then what I want you to do is if you want to do that, that's fine too. But for every dollar you put in Bitcoin or a cryptocurrency, Put $2 into your Facebook and Instagram ads, okay? Or into your education, your knowledge to master what strategies work, okay? Because there's a lot of AI coming for how to manage and scale campaigns, testing and all that. There's software coming that's going to make that part hands off almost. But what they can never replace is the strategy and the right way to talk to people to move somebody from unaware to aware to have intent to buy your product, okay? So... Every dollar you put into just 
building audiences in the right way, making that emotional connection with people using these platforms, it's going to be the best investment you ever made. And two years from now, the prices are going to be probably triple or 5x that they are now. So strike while the iron's hot. It's a gold rush. True. I promise you. What I mean by that is just the prices are going to go up so fast, probably in about a year year to two years, Um, maybe much quicker though. Um, So you want to really build those audiences quickly while you can. All right, that's it for my predictions. Now, hopefully you got one or two good things out of there you can go take action to. Uh, Feel free to listen to this one again, take some notes. But here is Ralph with his predictions. Hey, it's Ralph with my 2018 prediction for Facebook advertising. We've got a little bit of an inside track on this one. So a lot of this might not be a prediction or a guess, but it might actually be sort of point of fact more than anything else. But I do know this is that Facebook is going to continue to become even more of a powerful advertising platform in 2018, which we're super excited about. Although 2017 was a great year for Facebook ads and, you know, actually having some uh, adverse press, which for us as a as an agency actually was a good thing because it made people realize that political events can be shaped by social media and particularly Facebook advertising itself. So that was certainly a good thing for us in 2017. I also do think that as Facebook is is clamping down on fake advertisers, advertisers that uh, are mean-spirited, as we talked about in episode 127, that will be a continuing trend on Facebook in 2018, uh, that the fact that the policy will be tougher. But for us, it's actually been really good because we we advertise with companies that really have something that the world really wants and really does need. And we fill that niche. And uh, we've done that in 2017, really looking forward to big things in 2018. We've got two predictions here for 2018 uh, for Facebook ads in particular. Number one is that Facebook will be releasing more data. This will be the year of data for Facebook. And I think this is the year when they really take an even larger leap forward in knowing what the user experience is on all platforms, not just on Facebook. And we've gotten a little bit of an insight into this, uh, into some advanced measurement stuff, which I can't really divulge a whole lot because we are actually uh, restricted by an NDA with Facebook. But the point of fact is this, is that Facebook knows so much about user behavior, not just on its platform and not just on the web itself, but also using other advertisers. Many of those advertisers, which you probably are considering advertising right now, and Google, Google AdWords, other sort of display advertising, banner advertising, anything that's digital related, Facebook is going to be able to help you allocate your advertising dollars in a better way in 2018. And um, the data that they have, and they've been sort of aggregating over the course of the last you know six years or so on every one of their users, is staggering. And uh, the real question is, is how are they going to take all that data, all those little data points, and distill it down into something that's very useful and actionable for advertisers. So I think you're going to be seeing a lot of that coming in 2018. Uh, Super excited to see how that works with some of our customers. And like I said, we are actually 
in beta testing right now with this. So this isn't necessarily a prediction. It is a definitive fact that users like us, super users like us, do get sort of first crack at it. And uh, by the time it rolls out to the other 6 million advertisers on Facebook, I think it's going to be a really solid platform. So look for that in 2018, something that we're super excited about. Uh, one of the things to keep in mind, though, with Facebook is that, you know, this is not cookie-based tracking. And I think that's the key to them being such a powerhouse in the advertising uh, industry right now. Google and Facebook now account for 25% of all advertising, 25% of all advertising, uh, these two platforms, which is absolutely amazing. So I see that growing even more. Big brands, uh, especially with this kind of data, are going to come into the fold and there's going to be more activity in the Facebook newsfeed, which means that you should stay tuned here to Perpetual Traffic to make sure that you're on the uh, the tip of the spear so that your ads uh, stand out and are effective. And uh, as our creative director, Franny, says, blend in to stand out, which is definitely the way that we are focusing our advertising efforts in 2018 because they're going to have greater data, because there's going to be more competition, and because the platform itself has to maintain a really solid user experience in order for it to continue to grow. So, you know, like we said, I think in our 2017 prediction is that the news feed is nearly full. So you've got to figure out how to best get in front of your uh, ideal customer and put the right message in the right spot so that they click on your ad and take the action that you want. So data is going to help that a lot in 2018. And we're pretty excited about it because of uh, the Facebook platform is not a cookie-based platform. Like I said, it's a people-based platform. It tracks how people actually use the platform and how people move from one platform to the next cross device. You know, we're seeing mobile ads, getting impressions and then conversions on desktop. We might see, you know, a Google AdWords ad or maybe a Google search or maybe some other advertising playing into this, what we call the Facebook waterfall. So the Facebook waterfall is something that we'll be talking about a lot in 2018. And um, big data, like I think we're going to be getting and we've already got some access to, is going to help us to attribute what attribution we should give correctly to which platform. Uh, but it all starts, and all of our advertisers see this right now, all of those other channels, the Google channels, the display channels, the pay-per-click channels, they all start with Facebook. So we look at it as this cascade, this waterfall, and um, data, solid data, even more in-depth data, is going to help us be more effective as advertisers in 2018. So big prediction there, more data from Facebook. That's prediction number one. Prediction number two is that Facebook is going to continue to go after and to appease and to entice more e-commerce providers, more, more businesses that sell physical products onto Facebook. And the way that they're going to do that, and I think there's going to be a tremendous amount of marketing efforts that are going to go into enticing those advertisers, the potential advertisers to advertise on their platform, the largest of which, and we see this as an emerging trend, just based upon the tools that Facebook continues to come out with that are even better than anything that we've ever seen in sort of the info space or the service space is that a lot of their new tools, a lot of the new advertising types are tailored or customized or created in mind for e-commerce providers, e-commerce businesses. So if you really think about it, there's about 90 million business pages on Facebook right now, but there are only 6 million 
advertising accounts or advertisers at this point, which is a, a tremendous amount of growth. I believe it's about a hundred percent growth year over year uh, for advertisers. So, you know, the the advertisers that are on the platform really represent less than ten percent of the total businesses that could be advertising on Facebook, and a lot of those, and definitely from our inside. Uh, insights uh, with Facebook itself are going to be targeted for e-commerce businesses. So if you've got a physical product that you sell and you use other channels, be it search engine optimization, be it uh, Google AdWords or pay-per-click, or maybe you go you know, through other platforms where you're buying media on banners or doing any sort of retargeting, Facebook advertising is going to uh, and should be a big, big part of your 2018 plans. And like I said, the reason is, is that, you know, Facebook is is tailoring a lot of their marketing towards e-commerce. They're tailoring a lot of their tools towards e-commerce. All the tools that we use for our customers, many of our customers in the agency are ones that you know, have had very good success on other platforms or other non-digital media platforms selling their products through maybe even traditional advertising, you know, through newspapers or TV or radio or maybe Google ads. But they realize that the eyeballs with 2 billion active users are on Facebook. So they come to us as customers and we, you know, work with them in order to uh, leverage the Facebook platform to continue to broaden their reach, increase their sales. And what we do in the agency is we help businesses grow faster than they could on their own. And we use Facebook ads to do it. And we use the Facebook waterfall to do just that. So some of the tools that they came out with just in the last year or so, like collection ads, canvas ads, which we're using quite a bit now, for our e-commerce providers, messenger ads for either retargeting or just using bots or the usage of tools like ManyChat in concert with, you know, a sequence of bot messages that actually help either from the top of the funnel or the bottom of the funnel for e-commerce providers. We're really excited about is dynamic ads or what used to be known as dynamic product ads which are now being used for broader audiences. So in essence, you can go out there and you can retarget your competitors, in essence, using your uh, dynamic product ads, using your product catalog. So great tool that you can use there. You can stand on the shoulders of giants. If you're a local sporting goods store, you can use the data that Facebook is aggregating from Dick Sporting Goods or Walmart and then target those types of customers for your store uh, right through uh, dynamic product ads or dynamic ads, broad audience, no targeting is what we typically would call it. So all kinds of cool tools there. And of course, there's carousel ads, which are also referred to as multi-product ads. So a lot of these tools are geared primarily towards e-commerce. And you know, one of the best platforms that we love to work with is e-commerce platforms that sell on Shopify, the Shopify platform. And I think if Facebook uh, is going to continue to deepen their relationship with Shopify, not to discount any of the other e-commerce platforms at all, but Shopify and Facebook work so well together through what's called the native integration. We actually see that just uh, deepening and getting even more strong in 2018 which is one of the reasons why we're focusing a lot of our uh, agency efforts on acquiring e-commerce customers. E-commerce customers that are already spending on Facebook to the tune of maybe fifty dollars to $100,000 a month, or maybe a little bit less, have started to get some traction and want to take things to the next step. But then also those seven, eight, or even nine-figure 
e-commerce businesses that look at Facebook and say, hey, that's a platform I want to be on. The eyeballs are there. I know maybe I'm getting squeezed in my Google ads or maybe my regular media buys, but Facebook is where I want to be. Those are the types of customers uh, that we're working with because that's the sweet spot for Facebook right now. If you are an e-commerce store and looking to expand into Facebook in 2018, I'd highly encourage you to email our guy, Adam at dominatewebmedia.com, Adam at dominatewebmedia.com, email him directly and engage in a conversation with him about uh, how we might be able to help you get your business to the next level in 2018, because that's what we do. That's what we're passionate about. So if you've got an e-commerce brand and uh, you're using particularly the Shopify platform to host your e-commerce store, you're the type of customer that we definitely want to work with and, you know, capitalize on these trends in 2018, which is just, you know, awesome to be uh, to be a part of and to be really here, you know, at the, uh, the tip of the spear, so to speak, when it comes to uh, Facebook ads. So those are my two predictions for 2018. Big data is coming, really highly usable big data. More of it that you're going to see inside Ads Manager coming soon in 2018. And also Facebook's uh, just continued relationship with big e-commerce platforms like Shopify, but also e-commerce in general. We really see that that is an enormous way to grow in 2018. And and, uh, Facebook and e-commerce is just such a match made in heaven because you can do so many things to uh, continue to leverage your brand, expand your business, and grow the sales of your product or service. So those are my two for 2018. We'll talk to y'all next week. Hey guys, Molly Pittman here. First off, thank you so much for listening to the podcast uh, this year and the past few years. I can wholeheartedly say that this is absolutely my favorite thing that I do every week. I love educating you guys. I love podcasting and I love that we can put this much free information out into the ecosystem to help grow businesses. Also, if you guys haven't heard, just so you can keep up with with our stories and, and where we are, as of the end of this year, I'm actually leaving Digital Marketer to go out on my own and to work on some new projects. This is ex- very exciting for me. I will be able to learn a lot more uh, to bring back to you guys. And it's great for you because I'm not leaving the digital marketer family. So I'll still be doing the podcast. I'll still keep my products updated. I will still be speaking at events. So I will still get to do what I love and educate this wonderful community, this wonderful audience. But I'm also going to be able to work with some other brands like Minichat which is a messenger marketing tool that you guys have heard me talk a lot about. So I'm really helping them build out their user education system, which I know will make you guys very excited. And also really helping them with acquisition. And in turn, I get to learn more about messenger marketing. So that really flows well into my predictions for 2018. So I think that 2018 is really going to be the year that we see 
individualized marketing campaigns succeed. And what I mean by that is not that we will be creating marketing campaigns for every single prospect or customer uh, that might want to buy our product or service. What I mean by this is that I think that consumers are at a point where they are really looking for an individualized experience with most brands that they buy from. So that's why you've seen a huge surge in brands like careofvitamin.com. You take a quiz and based off of your health needs and your body and you as a person, Care Of sends you a monthly supply of vitamins that are made just for you and your particular needs, right? That's a very individualized experience. Same thing with a lot of the DNA tests that you're seeing, like 23andMe. I saw an ad the other day for a test that tells you what food you're sensitive to. So I think you're going to see a huge surge in individualized products, but also individualized or what feels like individualized marketing campaigns, right? And that leads right into messenger marketing. So I think that consumers are really tired of the one-to-many broadcasts, the one-to-many messages, emails, right? They want to know why a particular product or service is right or is good for them. They want to take a quiz and figure out more about themselves. I think as technology develops, we actually become lonelier as humans and we are constantly wanting to learn more about ourselves. And I think we're also really wanting to make uh, better decisions in terms of the products and services that we buy, right? Really buying the products and services that are best suited for us. So I think that leads well into messenger marketing because the reason it's such a powerful platform is that although you can automate a lot of what happens, it feels very individualized for the end user. So imagine you're trying to sell dog clothing. You can set up a sequence of questions, a little bot, inside of a tool like Minichat that asks the end user different questions. What size is their dog? What's their dog's temperament? What do they like to do every day? What kind of conditions, you know, weather conditions is the dog usually exposed to? And then at the end, based off of their answers, we can recommend the best product for the person. These are the types of marketing campaigns that I think are going to work best in 2018. Quiz funnels, very similar to what we talked about in the episode with Ryan Levesque a while back. Any type of marketing campaign that can really involve and be a conversation with the end user. Again, I think consumers are very tired of being sold to uh, using the same messaging and sold to through the same types of selling systems and funnels. So I think that the people 
that will succeed in 2018 are the ones that are very creative, the ones that think out of the box, the ones that build selling systems that are not traditional, but that educate, entertain, and really give value to the end user so that you can build that relationship and sell more of your product or service. So I encourage you to do less grinding, right? And hustling and 20 hour days in 2018 and really provide balance for yourself as a marketer. Take care of your brain, take care of your body, give yourself time to rest and think that has nothing to do with the computer or a phone call or setting up an ad campaign because those are the times that you are going to come up with the most creative ideas. And those ideas are what are going to lead us into 2018 along with really cool new marketing channels like messenger marketing. I think you're going to see even more payment processing happening on that front. You're going to see more commerce happening through messenger. You're going to see consumers become more comfortable engaging with brands inside of messenger. And that's when a platform really becomes something, right? That's when a platform really becomes powerful is when the end users are open and used to communicating and to being sold to and to buying things through that particular channel. So I'm really looking forward to 2018. Again, thank you guys so much for listening to the podcast and we will see you next year. Alrighty. So that's the 2018 predictions. I hope that was helpful for you. I hope you're able to, you know, put down one or two things that you might be able to implement right now. And also just some things that will help your brand this year become more aware of the things that you want to be paying attention to. Uh, and also just doing on a consistent basis or looking into for some future projects, ideas, and strategies. Once again, you can hit the show notes at digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. This is episode 129. Uh, we'll have the link to the Facebook live video. It's going to be over at the Dominate Web Media page for the video for this. I'll make an easy URL for you in case you're driving right now. We'll make it to dominatewebmedia.com forward slash 2018. So that's easy. So if you want to watch this video on Facebook, it's dominatewebmedia.com forward slash 2018. And... Other than that, we can't wait to talk to you again next week and hopefully you crush it in 2018. Talk to you soon. You've been listening to Perpetual Traffic with Keith Krantz, Molly Pittman, and Ralph Burns. For more information and to get the resources mentioned in this episode, visit digitalmarketer.com forward slash podcast. Thank you for listening.